Being bipolar can really rob you of your sense of self, your lifestyle, and your world. It's something that can change all of that in a drop of a hat. But the question is, will you let it? This episode discusses bipolar, sense of self, and lifestyle. Here stands the 8th episode of the Ndu podcast. In this particular episode, I talk about how my bipolar has had an effect on my sense of self and outwardly my lifestyle. Listen in. Hello, hello, hello. Hoping everybody's doing well. Just here to talk about bipolar, sense of self, and its effect on lifestyle today. Um... I think that the answer to that right up front is (laughs) it may not have the greatest effect on your sense of, well, sorry, on your sense of self, yes, bipolar, but on your lifestyle as well. Um, A little bit about my story, in case you haven't heard. Um, So I have a dog. I absolutely love my dog. I haven't been able to be with him for about a year um, because he's been in a... Excuse me, got a cold. He's been in a kennel um, since I started to act bipolary, uh, so to say. Um, he had to go to a kennel because he was too large to be at my parents' house or my parents' building, unfortunately. So I also ended up, I had my own place, well, we had our own place. Um, I ended up ending my tenancy there just casually um, because I stopped working with my client and my, at my business that I owned. Um, it was a gradual kind of decline that happened to me and it was on the tail of an incident that happened to me as well. Um, an incident that uh, pretty well affected my entire life um, that happened again when I was in a bipolar delusion. I'm okay. Everybody's okay. Everybody's safe. Um, it was just um, something that I'm not quite ready to discuss yet, but something that um, really had an effect on my quality of life and um, really went to show how far this disorder um, took me, basically. And it took me pretty far. Um, And when I say it took me pretty far, it took me outside of my comfort zone and outside of who I am um, really, really far. And long story short, I don't have my dog right now, who is basically my right hand. Um, We did everything together. We would be out walking around at this at this point, like going on really long walks, going through the forest. Um, this is the best time of year for us. And that is a major part of my lifeblood. Um, I also would be living on my own. I would be starting my garden at this time of year on my balcony, my balcony garden. Um, <laughs> With my, my vegetables, no fruits. Um, I wasn't that great. I wasn't that great of a 
a um a gardener but I would do like Swiss chard um kennel I'd do arugula I had a really good setup let's just say and my house was beautiful and I had beautiful plants everywhere and just a really nice really nice setup I this was the first place that I moved into that I ever felt like was home for me um so that being said all of these things kind of have been cut off for me um and have been I've been living at my parents house which you know I'm grateful to to have a place to call home to have a roof over my head but I miss my own space I miss my dog I miss my balcony for one um I I really I really miss those things um and that has had a drastic effect on my self-esteem and my sense of self and who I am. That's how bipolar has affected me. Um, I really felt really good being as independent as I was. It made me feel intelligent. It made me feel smart. It made me feel sexy. It made me feel like a woman. It made me feel so many different things. And I lost all of that. So then I lost a lot of how I felt about myself. You know, now I look in the mirror and I no longer feel feminine. I no longer feel like myself with my medication because I'm, I'm now medicated. I'm no longer bubby, bubbly, funny, or witty. <laughs> Living at my parents' house, I also have no sense of sexuality, which is which. I always was a very sexual person, and I I know that might be a symptom of my of my bipolar, but not sexually. How do I say? Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not sexually impulsive or anything. It just I was just always very sexual. I I it was just my nature. I loved myself very much. I, I was very very much acquainted with myself, let's say, and. Um, I no longer feel that way. I have absolutely no libido, which, again, would be what you would expect living at your parents' house, but it doesn't feel good. It's not a nice feeling. Um, But then again, looking in the mirror and not feeling feminine, you know, how would that, like, what effect would that have? And I don't know where that came from, but... I guess with my medication, I'm on lithium, um, lithium and on Seroquel, a very light dose of Seroquel, and on clonazepam for anxiety, but looking in the mirror, I just feel, I feel like this person who has been laid on their back and has had concrete just poured all over them with their arms and their legs sticking out, I feel blocky. And I'm not. I'm still slender. Um, I'm lean. I do a lot of yoga, um, which I've been kind of laying off in the recent, in the recent um, past. I've just kind of hit a little bit of a wall. Suppose that happens, but I don't like that it's happened to me. I love going into to do yoga into the studio, but 
I haven't been doing yoga at home. Well, I did 30 days of yoga, um, yoga with Adrian, um, and but I think I, well, I finished, so I, I stopped, so I have to just find another 30 days to go with, um, but nonetheless, I just haven't been feeling like myself, um, at all, and I think it can be heard as well on this on this podcast, um, I had been talking to my mom earlier about this, about not feeling like myself, about my sense of self going out the window, about feeling like this concrete person, um, feeling flat, not feeling like I used to, which was bubbly, funny, and witty. I, I feel like this person that's just not, that just, that just isn't anything. And that's just such an awful feeling to have, to feel so flat and non-existent and to look in the mirror and to see, to see something or someone that I don't recognize. I, I will look in the mirror, even if I look like I look nice and I put on a dress or something like that, and I still feel like I don't know what I'm looking at. Like, I'm not sure who I'm looking at or what what it is that's good about what I'm looking at and and like I said I can look good but it doesn't do anything for me having bipolar and being on medication has affected me so much so to the point that I look in the mirror and I no longer feel feminine I I no longer feel female and I don't even know how to express how, how what that means or how that is but it's not the fact that I just cut my hair short. I just don't feel female. I feel... And I can't even say non-binary. I, I, I just don't feel anything. I don't feel masculine. I don't feel feminine. And I don't feel non-binary. And that... That's hard for me. For someone that always felt so feminine and so sexual and and suddenly I don't feel either of those. And I wonder I wonder in general with having bipolar how will I find somebody? But even more so not feeling feminine and not having a libido and not having and having this poor self-image how will I ever find somebody? How will somebody ever want to be with me when I don't know who I am, when I look in the mirror and I, and I see somebody that isn't feminine, when I can't feel sexy, when I can't feel feminine? How will someone ever love me? How will someone ever be interested beyond just the physical? If I am this flat person, this concrete person, if I am not myself, you know, and even with that being said, like, 
going out into the world, I'm, I'm a big proponent of saying that you can have a lifestyle and still be bipolar, bipolar or still have a mental illness and, and have a lifestyle. I, I wholeheartedly believe it. Wholeheartedly. Um, and had my dog been here and had I been living alone um, still and going to my yoga classes like I have been, I would still feel like I had a lifestyle. I would still feel that way. But I have to admit, having been at home at my parents' house and not having my dog, I haven't felt like I had a lifestyle. I felt very closed in, very blocked off from the outside. It's been tough. And it all contributes back cyclically to me not feeling like me. I wonder if it's going to come back when I when I move back by myself. Or if this is permanent. Am I always going to look in the mirror and see a concrete person? When will I see me again? Will my libido come back? Will I feel sensual like I used to? I think that's the better word rather than sexual. Sensual? Will I feel feminine? These are all questions that I, I ponder, that I pose to myself. Will these things come back? When it's time that I'm back on my own with my dog, living my life, or are these all gone? Is my personality gone? Who am I is a question that I've asked a lot because I don't feel like me anymore. I haven't felt like me since I got on lithium back in January. You know, sometimes I... I find myself being funny and being able to joke and, you know, being in that, in that way again, but I don't, I don't necessarily know if that is me the same way that it was before. I'm on 750 milligrams of lithium and... I weigh 135 pounds, roughly, probably a little bit more now since I've been on the lithium. But it flattens out my personality. And this is not me telling anybody to stop taking their pills or anything of the sort. Okay, I am not a physician. I am not a doctor. Take your pills as per your physician, as per your doctor. Um, don't make changes to things that you're not supposed to. I may have my feelings towards my medications, but I still take them because I'm supposed to. I often wonder if this is all just 
temporary or if it's something that will go away I wonder how can you love yourself if you don't know who you are you know I'm supposed to have self-esteem high self-esteem I don't even know who I am I knew before You know, I know exactly who I was before. I, I could feel who I was before. Now I... I don't know and I can't feel her. It. I can't feel it. You know, how do you value something that is empty? I feel empty a lot of the time. And with this, it impacts every aspect of your lifestyle. Dating, friendships, going out, going out to do things of anything of any sort, your family relationships everything when you can't love yourself or when you can't recognize yourself enough to love yourself big old twitch I just had there um, thank god this isn't being filmed um, dun 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 my phone but when you can't recognize yourself enough to love yourself how does everything else work how do you go dating? How do you meet somebody? How does somebody fall in love with your personality? How do you make friends? How do you put yourself out there in general? How does that work? These are things I like to know. I miss me. Next to my dog, I miss me more than anything in this world. Even more than living on my own. I miss me. Not more than my dog, <laughs> but more than living on my own. I was funny. I was witty. I felt more intelligent. I wasn't blocky. I was smooth. And I was somebody that I wanted to be around. Now I feel flat. I feel like I don't know who I am. I, I feel... Especially today. And I think, like I said, I think it's noticeable as well on the podcast. Um, that I feel that I'm, that I'm a bit flat today. 
I guess sometimes it changes from me to this to whatever else. They're called mood stabilizers, right? So I guess they're stabilizing a mood that I'm in, but making me appear flat and not myself. You know, when I go out and I meet new people, I, I love meeting new people, but I find it now I'm scared to. I'm afraid that they're going to see my facial twitch. Um, sometimes I have a bit, a bit of a facial tick if I smile for too long. I'm afraid that I won't have anything to say. I'm afraid that it'll get awkward or that they'll notice how the, the flatness and how I speak. It really impacts so many different things. Bipolar is a disorder that impacts your entire life. Your entire lifestyle. Like I said, dating? What about that conversation that comes up when you have to talk about it and you have to say, hey, I'm bipolar. What do you say during that conversation? What does that person say? What about, which is my biggest fear, I'll completely admit, especially if you're invested in, and you know you really like the person, what about if they say, no, I'm not dealing with that, I can't deal with it, and they take off? Is it worth it? Is it worth the possibility of that happening? Dating somebody? I'm not one for dating apps. I never have been. I can't stand them. But I haven't put myself on one, not since I came out, and I, I can't see myself going on one. I feel like the only way that I'll meet someone is if I meet somebody in public. And even still, what if that person decides that they want to leave because it's too much for them? When I was in the hospital, somebody actually, this guy I ran into, um, I just joked with him about something, I can't remember what it was, but he then tried to pick me up. I was interested in talking to him, but I said, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know if I'm going to call you or text you, but it was nice to meet you. And we just had a, like, we really hit it off. It was... It was really cool. It was really cool chemistry at first. He ended up just, I guess you call call it, the kids call it these days, ghosting. But going ghost. Um, just, he, he said something to me, and then or we, we talked for a bit. And then after that, uh, one day he said something to me, and then I just didn't really say anything back. And then it just it was left like that. And I didn't, 
I didn't feel any kind of hurt at that time because I wasn't I wasn't attached to him and I knew why it wouldn't have worked. He said that he had dated a bipolar girl before, but but she didn't want to get help. Um, which it was very surprising for me that he would be interested at all in, in seeing anybody that's bipolar after that. But what if that happens and you're attached to somebody? That's my question and that's my fear. That's my biggest fear as far as a dating realm goes. And with friends, friends are a whole other thing. Like, I think it's easier to make friends. You know, you don't really have to tell people that information. I mean, the first time that I made a friend outside of the hospital and having to tell somebody, I didn't even have to tell her, I told her. And um, she was rather nice about it. Rather nice about it. She was surprised, but she was still rather nice. I, I just kind of overshared, but I think that's a symptom too. I just looked at my toenails and I'm like, I have to paint them. I bought, I bought paint to paint them and I'm so removed from myself in that way that I'm like, what is the point? Bipolar, all in all, can have a negative effect on your negative effect, negative effect on your sense of self, your self-image, and your self-esteem. And inversely, or inversely, well, it can then impact your lifestyle through these ways because you don't know who you are, or because you just feel strange and you don't feel like yourself and. You can't, how do you put it, how do you put yourself out there at that point, or at those points? Bipolar can have a very negative impact on your lifestyle based on those things. Ooh, a sneeze is coming. Nope, nope, it's gone. But... I hope that you can hear how I sound today. I hope it's apparent for you what I'm getting at. You can have a you can have a full happy and like I said mentally healthful life with bipolar disorder. You can. It's doable. Listen, if my dog was here and I was in my own place, I'd be doing it. But when some parts of your life fall apart, it's hard to. And with medication, like I said, take your medication, but with medication being a part of that as well, it can also have a severe, a severe to negative impact 
on the way that you express yourself, the way that you see yourself, the way that you feel yourself. If you're dealing with those external impacts, or those external things as well, even more of an impact. But it's a choice. It's a choice. I know I'm going to get my dog back. Not as fast as I want to, maybe, but I know I'm going to get my dog back. I know I'll be living on my own again. I know we'll be going on long walks soon and enjoying ourselves and coming back to the house and he'll be sleeping and all over the place because that's what he would do. Everything he owned, the couch, the bed, his own bed. I, I, I know that. I also know that from this incident that happened to me, I'll rise above it. It'll take a long time to forgive myself. It'll take a little bit to get past that particular thing, but but I'll get past it. And as far as medication, God willing, my psychiatrist will say, you know what, let's lower you so I can feel like a human being again when the time comes. At some point I'll look in the mirror again and I'll like what I see. I'll love what I see. I'll, I'll feel something about what I see. I'll remember who I am. I'll remember me. At some point, I'll feel me again. I'll be witty. I'll be bubbly. At some point, she has to come back. Right? I hope so. Thank you for listening.